Exactly. <laughs> so. Who the devil are you? Don't panic. Just come up with a good story. My name is Mr. Burns. Excellent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hello, Mr. Burns, a Simpsons research podcast where we talk about all things Simpsons and um, hopefully give you a couple of ideas that'll help you win pub trivia. My name is Perry and the episode that we are covering today is season two, episode 12, The Way We Was. Now, let me just say that this episode has sent my Grammarly, which is like a spell check thing, over the edge. It keeps trying to correct it. Um, And it kind of reminds me of me trying to explain to my dad about that song, The Way I Are. And my dad being an English teacher, just being like, oh, dear God, what's happened to kids today? Hi, Alma, you're late for English. English. Who needs that? I'm never going to England. Come on, let's go smoke. Speaking of kids today, actually, and um, the good old days, which I assume was the 70s back when, you know, the acid was pure, the coke was pure, and people would wear an onion on their belt, as was the style at the time. Today's episode is actually one big flashback to the 70s. So in this episode, we're actually going to learn about how uh, Homer and Marge met in a very romantic flashback about how they're actually high school sweethearts. How romantic. I always think back to my high school sweetheart and I think, oh, thank God almighty, I didn't end up with him because he was a little bit older, a little bit weirder. Um, And I'm pretty sure he went to jail at one point. Anyway, so before we dive into this episode, I actually have a question to answer that I got on Instagram. I actually love when you guys slide into my DMs. It makes me feel special. It makes me feel loved. And every now and again, I'll get a question, which I think is really interesting. It was actually last week, I think, I got a wonderful message from from Nick. Hey, Nick, if you're listening. And he was wondering about Mr. Burns' signature phone answering phrase, ahoy hoy, and where we get that from. So Mr. Burns answers the phone saying ahoy hoy rather than hello, um, because this is a reference to the preferred greeting suggested by the telephone inventor himself, Alexander Graham Bell. So Josh Weinstein, who worked on The Simpsons from 1992 to 98, he said that this came about because the writers were absolutely obsessed with this little known fact. I love how nerdy the writers are. So Weinstein actually wrote on a tweet, it was Bell's arch nemesis, Thomas Edison, who put forward hello as the ideal greeting. So Alexander Graham Bell's preferred salutation of ahoy hoy was derived from the nautical term ahoy, which of course is derived from the Dutch hoy, meaning hi. So it is kind of this long running gag about how old Mr. Burns is and um, just another level of depth to The Simpsons, which I absolutely love. Anyway, all right. So let's jump into this episode. We got some goodies today to discuss. All right. All right, let's get into it. So this is season two, episode 12, The Way We Was. In this episode, Marge tells the story of how she and Homer first met and fell in love. We were seniors in high school, but we had never even met. Excuse me, is this room 106? Hey, who's that? Hi. I don't know. Why do birds suddenly appear every time? We get a wonderful flashback to 1974. And it shows how Homer falls in love with Marge in high school. And he tries to get close to her by enlisting her as his French tutor. Crayon. Bien. Uh, Fenêtre. Bien. After several hours of verb conjugation, Marge falls for Homer too. I have to say, as someone who did high school French, there is nothing sexier than trying to conjugate a verb. Oof. Have you ever heard of a subjunctive conjugation? Oof. Ooh la la, mon dieu, mon petit cochon. 
Anyway, so um, Marge ends up falling for Homer too, only to become absolutely enraged when he admits that he's not a French student and he's been doing it to get close to her. Marge rejects Homer's invitation to the prom and decides to go with this guy, Artie Ziff. Marge, this may not be the most appropriate form for what I'm about to put forth, but <clears throat> would you go to the prom with me? Artie turns out to be a real terrible date and um, a little bit creepy and rapey. And Marge realises that Homer is the one that she truly loves. The end. So wonderful notables of quotables in this episode. Will you shut up? Wait a minute. That word you keep calling me? Ignoramus? Ignoramus? It means I'm stupid, doesn't it? There is a difference between ignorance and stupidity. Not now. This girlfriend of yours, is she a real looker? Uh-huh. Light on the ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, son, don't overreach. Go for the dented card. The dead-end job. The less attractive girl. So this episode was written by Al Jean, Mike Reese, and Sam Sinan, and it was uh, directed by David Silverman. All right, so our first topic of the day is a really short one, but I thought it was just like a really cute one. So it's the character of Artie Ziff. So this episode is his first guest appearance on The Simpsons, and um, the audience loved him so much that they ended up just bringing him back time and time again. So what do we know about Artie Ziff? Um... Well, I learned that his name is Arthur Ziff. Um, and basically, he's got this grossly inflated ego. He's conceited, he's obnoxious, he's arrogant, and um, he's ridiculously rich when we see him in the future. So he, it is proven that he does have a fantastically high IQ. And um, I don't know if he can be charismatic. A lot of online forums say that he is, but it's not really my cup of tea. But anyway. I'm Artie Ziff, Marge's date for the prom. Well, hello. Well, hello, hello. Don't we look handsome? Yes, indeed we do. Well, come in, young man. All of these things combined kind of make him into this self-entitled pig who is absolutely obsessed with Marge. We do, of course, see him in this episode getting really handsy with Marge where he breaks her dress. I would appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself, but I am so respected it would damage the town to hear it. Good night. Yeah, right. So when it came to designing Artie and his character and his body language, Silverman has told the media, press, and this is all over the internet, that he has based the character exactly on a guy he went to high school with called Mike Eisenberg. Silverman has said that when he directed the episode, he actually flipped through his old high school yearbook to look up this guy's photo to get an idea of what he looked like and the sort of stuff that he said. I did try to track down Mark Eisenberg. Wasn't able to find him, unfortunately. And um, I think he might have just gone underground after this episode came out because how embarrassing. Silverman also said that when he was flipping through the yearbook, he decided to get character ideas and designs from all of his uh, classmates' photos because it was, you know, the 70s and everyone had kind of that look. Ooh, another great character we see in this episode is McBain, the fictional action movie hero played by the actor Rainier Wolfcastle. Senator Mendoza is one of the most respected citizens in this state, McBain. And yet you ran his limo off a cliff, broke the necks of three of his bodyguards, and drove a bus to his front door? But Captain, I have proof that he's head of an international drug cartel. I don't want to hear it, McBain. You're out of here. That makes two of us. Now, this is fantastic because... Um, Rainier Wolfcastle is this great little mishmash of um, actors that we know and love today. So his name is actually a play on the character John McClane of the Die Hard series. And it's said that his appearance and personality are inspired by 
Bruce Willis, you know, for his sarcasm and his stoicism, Arnold Schwarzenegger for his towering height, his extremely strong limited emotional range, and thick Austrian accent. So this is the first episode that we do come across uh, Rainier Wolfcastle. He was supposed to pop up in the episode, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?, which um, got pushed back in the season. So this is his first appearance. So the McBain series consists of seven films. Presumably it ends with McBain the Sixth, the final chapter. But in fact, it's like a running joke with The Simpsons. They had one more installment, which was McBain the Seventh. Um, we do see little bits and pieces from the McBain films throughout The Simpsons. Um, and the showrunners have revealed that if you take pieces of the McBain films from every single episode and put them in the right order, you get a whole movie. I have to say my favorite um, line from Rainier Wolfcastle was up an atom. Hey, this is um, future editing Perry just dropping in. Um, forgot to find that clip. So just uh, enjoy me mumbling my way through that line. I'm- so his nemesis in the first film was Senator Mendoza. And then um, his nemesis for the second film is just commie Nazis, which is great. We all hate commie Nazis. So what I didn't know about the McBain character is that in 1991, a real-life film was released called McBain, and that was starring Christopher Walken and um, Michael Ironside. So this is a real film. It was actually released three months after this episode went to air. So when this film was released, the film's producers refused to allow The Simpsons to use the name in future episodes. So instead, they only referred to him as Rainier Wolfcastle. Later, after a couple of years, they decided to bring back the name McBain. But in these earlier episodes, you'll only really hear him being called McBain before it switches to just Rainier Wolfcastle. It is worth noting, actually, that the 1991 McBain film was a critical and financial bomb. And um, it only has 4.2 stars on IMDb. All right. So last topic to touch on is actually just a little small one. So in the episode, we do see Barney asking a girl if she wants to go to prom. The girl's name is Estelle. Will you go to the prom with me? I wouldn't go to the prom with you if you were Elliot Gould. Oh, shut down again. I decided to look up Elliot Gould because I thought, you know what? I don't know who that is. And it turns out I do know who that is. So Elliot Gould is an American actor who is best known for his roles in MASH, um, 1970, and his Oscar-nominated performance in Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, which was a uh, 1969 film. Most recently, though, um, he's known apparently for his portrayal of a con artist in Oceans 11, Oceans 12, and 13. I'm going to be honest, all I remember from Ocean, the like Oceans movies is Brad Pitt's always eating something. And then Julia Roberts plays herself, but she's right-handed, but she's left-handed and that's how she gets busted. I don't know. It's weird. Where I actually know Elliot Gould from is he plays Monica Geller's dad on Friends. That's right. His name is uh, Jack Geller. So not too much to report on him, except that um, I didn't realize he was married to Barbara Streisand for number of years, almost a decade. They did get divorced and they have a child together, but interesting. Also, just like before I finish up this episode, this is just a little uh, nerd alert for you guys. Um, So when I research these episodes, I go to a couple of Simpsons forums, um, actually use Google Scholar and go to a lot of documents there to see what experts have said. Um, And every now and again, I come across someone who is so, so goddamn nerdy that it just puts me to shame. So um, I found a really angry forum entry, right? And they wanted to point out that, so when Homer pulls the wishbone all by himself, it breaks in two places at once. That wouldn't happen. An object always succumbs to force at its weakest point, and there can only be one such point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I don't know. Do with that what you will. Because someone took the time to sit down and write that out and post it because they thought it was relevant. I, um, anyway. All right, guys, so that's the end of another fantastic episode. Um, they are getting shorter and sharper, you'll be happy to know, which is actually better for me because it's a lot less editing. Ah, so the next episode on the chopping block will be Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment. Um, that's season two, episode 13, which actually is interesting because I would have thought that they'd have episode 13 as a spooky episode. But maybe that's because this episode that I'm recording now will be going out in October and I'm just feeling spooky. Anyway, guys, so thank you for listening. Until then. And so concludes our tale. Good night and keep watching the skis. Uh, skies. <laughs>